Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Glory to God. God. (laughs) Aren't you glad for His faithfulness? Hallelujah. And His mercies. It's new every morning. Amen. Hallelujah. We can draw on every day, every day, every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Well, got stuff turned around here. Got to see what I am doing. <laughs> I, um, well, Hallelujah. <laughs> I'll get this out in a minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This afternoon, I was just studying and just kind of praying because the Lord has changed so much just since I came here of what I thought I was going to do. <laughs> but I, I just was before the Lord because of the, I knew there was change, you know, in, in my spirit. And um, of what he was wanting. And um, so we're just, we're, we're just going to follow the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know how much teaching per se there will be, but there will be the word Amen. spoken forth. Uh, because the Holy Spirit never leaves the word out. Amen. <laughs> because it's truth and he always directs us and leads us to truth, right? Praise the Lord. But you know, I, I was I was contemplating <clears throat> this afternoon. Excuse me, when I was praying, I was contemplating and um, just the things that were that that uh, happened this morning. You know, and how how the Spirit of God moved, and and what God was saying to us about. And the main thing that he expounded on and really exhorted us and beckoned us was to recognize that he is great and he works in greatness and for us to be willing to take hold of that and go along beside him and work in that greatness with him. And uh, as I was thinking about that, I I just... I just thought about the greatness of God and how great he is. And our mind really can't comprehend his vastness and his greatness because we haven't learned to be that large of a thinker yet. (laughs) But the more we uh, train ourselves and allow ourselves to grow to be like God, we, we enlarge our thinking, we enlarge our imagination. You know, you have to see something before you can can receive it and for it to be effective in your life. That means you have to imagine it. You have to see that happening in your life. Just like they were talking about, the Lord spoke to them about getting out of death. Well, they had to see themselves moving in that direction and doing that and see see themselves debt-free. They had to see that. 
Then they received the truth of the word that the scripture, the Holy Spirit gave them. They declared that word and they did what they knew they were supposed to do. Like he said, if you're believing to get out of debt, the first thing you do is uh, to put your faith in action is plant a seed. And so these are things that we need to see and recognize that are avenues of how God requires us or can affects us, causes us, I should say, to effectively walk with him in his greatness. Amen. All the things that he encourages you to do, that he asks you to do, uh, especially things in the natural. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Especially like, especially like, uh, you know, and that kind of thing. It's because it's going to be a hindrance to you somewhere down the road, and he's wanting to free you of that before you get to that place, so that you will not have hindrances. And so that's why we need to listen, and why we need to be willing and obedient. Because in our minds, and I'm sure in their minds immediately went. Lord, I don't know how this is going to happen. Well, you don't have to know how it's going to happen. God is the God of possibilities. <laughs> and what's impossible for you is impossible with him. I told you that this morning. So we need to thank him that he is the God of possibilities. And that which he asked us to do, we can do. Amen. But the first thing to do, <clears throat> to do when he asks you to do something is to seek him of of how he wants you to do that and what he wants you to do about that. Because most of the time, the things that he asks of us in our own self, we cannot do. <laughs> yeah. But it's with his word, with his strength, with his joy, with his greatness Amen. that we can do it. Amen. Amen. So that's why we have to really zero in on what God is saying to us. And, and the things that he is is presenting to us in, uh, uh, in, in any situation. Actually, uh, one of the things that, that I uh, thought about was, uh, <laughs> one of the things that, that God was saying to me this afternoon, and I began to look up some of the scriptures and some of the things that he, just, that he brought out to me, and uh, I wrote them down because I think uh, there's a purpose in it. And they, uh, they are kind of buried. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. You know, God in his greatness, <laughs> there's a lot of variables, <laughs> right? Praise God. So anyway, one of the things that, that the Lord said to me, he said, just begin to look in the word of where it says great or greater or greatness and see what happened there. And so the first one that, that, um, that I went to was um, Exodus 15. And I'm sure that you're familiar with that, you know. It's, um, it's the song of Moses that they sang to the Lord when he brought them through the Red Sea, actually, you know, 
Uh, and they said, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. <laughs> he is my God and I will praise him. Amen. My father's God and I will exalt him. And he said, and they said, and your right hand, verse 6, and your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And, in the, and it's in the excellence of your greatness you have overthrown those who rose against you. That's shouting ground, folks, Amen. especially where we are in, in, in this time, in this day and time. That should be shouting grounds for you Amen. because Amen. what he's done one time, he'll do again. It may not be exactly that way, but he will bring forth in his excellence and in his greatness your freedom. Amen. God. It will be as he has said. But you have to know what he has said. And he has said, as I said this morning, that we are victorious. Amen. We are victors. Amen. We're not victims. And don't allow yourself to become a victim Amen. through wrong thinking. <laughs> so I, I was looking at this, and as I read it, I got excited. <laughs> and in the greatness of your excellence, excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. <laughs> All right, now look at this. If we're in God and he's in us, the Lord Jesus abides in us and we have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is a power that is stronger than any power in this earth or anywhere as far as that goes, in heaven and earth. <laughs> then you look at this. God in his greatness, in the greatness of his excellence, has overthrown, overthrown those which rose against us, against them. So, through Jesus Christ, he has given us authority here on the earth, and he has given us the name of Jesus, and in the name of Jesus, we are to speak forth our authority. So, if he overthrew those that came against him, then through the might of the word of God and walking in the greatness of God, we through our authority in the name of Jesus Amen. can overthrow those that come against us. Because we are as God is here on the earth. We have to get that through our heads. We are as God is here on the earth. So in his greatness and his excellence, he overthrew those that came against us in the authority that we have in the name Lord of Jesus, God. then we can overthrow those that come against us. Amen. Through the word of God and declaring the truth and taking our authority. Yes. Amen? Amen. So uh, these are things that, that are, are important for us to recognize and walk in. Amen? Amen. And then he took me over to Psalms. So we'll just go to Psalms, okay? <laughs> we'll just follow through with how he took me. I just, uh, I, I was just meditating on this and wrote these down, these things down real quick, so that I would, uh, so that I would uh, not forget them. <laughs> Hallelujah! Psalm one forty-five, and uh, and you know that this is a, a praise of David that is of majesty and love from David. And he started out in verse 1. He said, I will extol you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. 
Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Whoo, that's great. That's great. (laughs) Hallelujah. But what I want you to see here is we touched on it a little bit this morning about the importance of rejoicing and praising the Lord all the time. It's important that the praise goes forth from our lips because he loves to hear his people praise. And things happen in the praises unto God. Amen? Amen. And I I just believe that when he says uh, in his word that when you've done all to stand, stand, that means you just don't stand and do nothing. You stand and rejoice. You stand and rejoice because that which you have spoken that is true through the word of God is coming to pass in your life and is happening and you shall see it. So all you have left to do is just stand and stand and rejoice and rejoice and rejoice. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Isn't that what he said? Hallelujah. <laughs> what Paul said, right? And he was in the worst of conditions. Amen. And he said, I rejoice. And again, I say to you, rejoice. And again, rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For great is our God and greatly to be praised. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just exhorting you from continuing from the exhortation from this morning. By the Spirit of God. Amen. And this is what he gave me to do, so I'm doing it. God. I'm not going to fall away from what he said do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it goes on in this, in this particular psalm, and it says, And the Lord is gracious yes. and full of mercy, yes, <laughs> slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all. And his tender mercies are over all his works. Hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. So we can say, praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, praise his holy name. Excuse me. Let's see where else he took me. (laughs) We need need this kind of of exhortation to make us think to make us meditate, to make us ponder. We need to ponder about what God is saying to us. And, and, uh, <clears throat> and move in it. Amen? Move in it. Then, again, in Psalm 92. <laughs> I, I love this. We're going to read 1 through 5 because that's what he, he gave to me this, this afternoon. But, again, this is praise to the Lord for his love and faithfulness. Hallelujah. He is love and he is faithful. It says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) And to sing praise to to your name, O Most High. To declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. (laughs) On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute, on the harp, 
with harmonious sound. For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the work of your hands. O oh Lord, how great are your works. And your thoughts are very deep. <laughs> and it goes on and talks about the, the Lord and how he is on high forevermore. And then in verse 12 it says, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. <laughs> Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Glory to God. Great are his works. Hallelujah. Great are his works. And we're to be walking in and with him in his works. Yes. Hallelujah. Doing his works. Doing what he says. Hallelujah. <laughs> Whew. I've never done anything quite like this before, <laughs> so I hope this is okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just, I, I, I just learn every day as I go with the things of the Lord and as I minister just to do what he says. That way he gets across what he wants to get across to you and you to catch hold of. Amen. And then where do we go? We go to Psalm 104. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and we're going to start with the first verse. He says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Hallelujah. <laughs> o Lord my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty who cover yourself with light as with a garment, who stretch out the heavens like a curtain. He lays the beam of his upper chambers in the waters, who makes the clouds his chariots, <laughs> who walks on the wings of the wind, who makes his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire. Hallelujah. <laughs> I love that. That's, that was verse 4. But I, I just have to read more of this. He says, You who laid the foundation of the earth, talking about God, so that it should not be moved forever. You covered it with the deep as with a garment. The water stood above the mountains. At your rebuke they fled. <laughs> At the voice of your thunder, they hastened away. They went up over the mountains. They went down into the valleys to the place which you founded for them. You have set a boundary that they may not pass. So what he's saying here, he laid the foundations of the earth and he set everything in place, but they have boundaries that they shall not pass. Yes. Wow. Amen. That's, that's greatness. Yes. That's greatness. <laughs> Whew. My, my, my. Glory to God. Praise the God. The God, the God, the God. Praise the God. Oh, of greatness. <laughs> Praise the God of greatness. Estela Malfrestia, huh? 
praise you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus. <laughs> so we just go on and on here and see the greatness of God, how great he is. He did all this. And that, then he put us here on the earth to represent him. And he gave us the authority in the name of Jesus to be all that he intended us to be here on this earth by using that authority that he gave to us. And there's a lot of things that God can't do in your life because he's given you the authority to do it. You're supposed to be doing it, not him, you. That's true. It's true. (laughs) So we need to to see this and, and recognize it and understand it. Yes, he is a God of greatness for us, with us, and to us. Hallelujah. But he really expounded to us this morning by the Spirit of God the importance of flowing with him in that greatness. Flowing with him in that greatness. Mm, My, my. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. And, you know, we look at, we look at the world today and, and, you know, not so much in this country. There, is, there has been and there is persecution, but it's not anything like in a lot of other countries, you know. Uh, and and, the, and uh, some of the people that we know even that, that are in SCF, you know, uh, we were just talking about it earlier. We have a pastor in Nepal, and he's up in the area with the... Um, Hindus, is that right? And, you know, he's been beaten so many times, but he doesn't quit. He does not quit. He does not give up because that's where God called him. That's what God called him to do. And he's walking in the greatness of the Father God. And he's doing the work because he has made the decision to walk in the greatness with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we don't have the persecutions like that, but we do have some. They're nothing compared to a lot of other countries. (laughs) But you understand that persecution is designed to give you a second of thought about what God has said. I'm going to say that again. Persecution is designed to give you a second thought about what God has said. And I thought about this man, you know, he's a perfect example. His second thought is, no, God. God call me. God will help me. And I will be able to do that which he's asked me to do in his greatness. God will show himself faithful and great every time. Every time, every time, every time. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thankful for that, aren't you? Amen. I'm so thankful for that. Grateful. And then, let's go to, Ephesians 1. And this is, uh, this is um, this is not so much talking about um, 
about greatness per se, but it's talking about what we can have and what we need in our lives to walk in the greatness of God, I believe. And, uh, and let's see, where do I want to start? Uh, hmm. Let me see here, Lord. Uh, well, let's just start in... Um, Hmm. <laughs> Keep going back up. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I think that what we need to see here, uh, or how I want to present this, just trying to get it straight in my spirit. After we've heard the word of truth and we trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and we're sealed with the promise of the Holy, with sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise and he is the guarantee of our inheritance, then we must ask the Lord and say to the Lord, and let's just read this. Therefore, I also, after I heard your faith, of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all saints, and he says this, I do not cease to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers. Hmm. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So, you know, we have to have that spirit of wisdom and revelation operating in us and that knowledge so that we can function uh, uh, properly, in the eyes of our understanding, it goes on to say in verse 18, being enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, which he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. Where? far above <laughs> principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over the church, and we are the church. So we are his Christ's body, and we are here on this earth to be who he's called us to be and walk in the greatness of who he is. I uh, uh, And for us to know what is that exceeding greatness of his power the exceeding greatness of his power. Yes. The exceeding greatness of his power. Yes. Oh, my, 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 my. I, 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 I can't get that out. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
the exceeding greatness of his power, exceeding greatness of his power. It's a power that is so strong that when we learn to operate in it in the greatness of God, we will surprise ourselves. We will be a surprise, I should say, ourselves in how things happen in our lives and how we are able to minister with great power to others, walking in that exceeding great power in the greatness of God. In the greatness of God. And you understand this is something the Lord just gave me, so I haven't really got to develop it. <laughs> but he wanted me to expound a little more on these things of, of how important it is for us to grow in him and have knowledge and have a sure foundation not enough to say I love God you have to know him Amen. and you have to have a sure foundation to stand on to be able to move forth uh, being uh, immovable no matter the situation but you've made the determination I am walking in the greatness of God Amen. and he is the one that's leading and guiding me and he never fails and he will not leave me and he will not uh, allow me to fall from where he has called me to. But he will raise me up every time. <laughs> Hallelujah. He will raise me up every time. You know, and I believe this gentleman, this gentleman in, in Nepal, and this is a strong statement, I but I believe this gentleman in Nepal, if he had given up on what God had called him to do, he'd be dead right now. He would be dead right now. But because he has not, he's chose to walk in the greatness of God and what God has called him to do. God raises him up every time. And you know what? When he raises him up every time, he's stronger. Amen. Stronger every time. Hallelujah. So we have to move forth in his greatness. We, we just must. We must, we must, we must move forth in his greatness. I... Um, uh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Mm. I know, Brother Happy, you said you were going to sit and be quiet, but I think you need to come up here and help me. You know the Spirit of God, same as I do. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sure. You want to tag team? Yeah, we can tag team. Go to Genesis chapter yes. 1. <laughs> What, what Pat is delivering and ministering to us tonight is not only for your information, education, edification, but it's going to take you through the days to come. Yes, that's right. We are the church. Yes, we are. And Jesus said, I'll build my church. Yes, he did. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So whatever happens, whatever comes, the only way you're going to be able to walk through it is by understanding and walking and learning and hearing the Holy Ghost. Right. And in Genesis chapter 1, now this is not my preaching Bible. This is just uh, <laughs> my Bible that I take to meetings like this. But when God um, said um, in verse 26, Genesis 1, 26, mm -hmm. let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, 
cattle over everything that creepeth upon the earth. So he created man in his own image, in the image of God. Created he them male and female. Um, I've heard it said, I've heard Adam called God, Adam God. There are religions that use that phrasing, Adam God. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it taught that when God created Adam, he reproduced himself. But hold it a minute. Mm-hmm. That would make Adam incarnate. Mm-hmm. Adam was not incarnate. Mm-hmm. Adam was not God. Mm-hmm. He was created in the image and likeness of God. There's only one incarnate man, and that's Jesus. <laughs> so what God was saying here, if you read the preceding verses, he's already created the heavenlies, the animal, the vegetable, everything, kingdom. Mm-hmm. Now he says, okay, we're going to make man after our image, mm-hmm. meaning I'm going to make man after the spirit class of beings. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create man in my image and I'm going to make him in the spirit class of beings. So, it behooves us to find out how the spirit class of beings is supposed to operate. So, go over to 1 Corinthians 2 and read what the Apostle Paul said. And... Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 1. Paul says, And brethren, when I came to you, I did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and much trembling in my natural abilities. Mm -hmm. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power. And power. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So Paul said, I came to deliver to you and demonstrate to you. And I wasn't here this morning, but I understand that's what you did. Demonstration of the Spirit. And of his power. Power. Now he tells you why. Um, In the next verse, verse 6. I'm I'm sorry. He tells you that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. There's a lot of information, inspiration. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. There's a lot of prophecies. There's a lot of things going on today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, if you can't substantiate it in the Word, no. uh, just put it on the shelf. On the shelf. <laughs> that's right. And then pretty soon it'll evaporate and uh, yeah, it, right. it'll be gone. You know, I, I got so tired of hearing Joe Namath say, I'm just at home playing it safe. Yeah. It, was a, it was a commercial for Medicare. Yes, you remember it was. It? Yes. And he said, in these trying and uncertain times, I got so tired of hearing that. Yes. Because if you know the Spirit and the power and you know what the Holy Ghost says and let Him lead you, there are no such things as uncertain times. No, there is not. There might be uncertain times out in the world. That's right. But there should be no uncertain times in the Spirit. That's right. That's exactly right. Now listen to the rest of it. However... um, we speak wisdom among those that are mature. I'm reading from a different translation. 
Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. <laughs> I'm not concerned about what's going on right. in this world. I mean, I'm, I'm praying. I'm a part. Sure. I'm imparting into the, uh, the culture and whatever, but I'm not concerned about it. I'm not worried about worried it. Worried about it. I'm, exactly. I'm not building a bunker out behind my house and storing food and whatever and rationing and all that. I'm not worried. I'm not wringing my hands. No. So um, I understand. I have understanding. I have wisdom that the Holy Ghost gives me. And I'm to walk in that. However, we speak wisdom among those that are mature in the Word, in understanding of the things of the Spirit. Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing, mm -hmm. but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. In a mystery. Now, you know, if, if religious people were sitting here listening to, to uh, Ms. Harrison, they would think, what in the world is she doing? She's just babbling. <laughs> ah, but she's babbling a mystery. Mm -hmm. She is, and, and a mystery doesn't come right out and says, I'm a mystery. <laughs> uh, a mystery is hidden. Yes. And can only be revealed by the, the Spirit of God. Amen. So he says here, <clears throat> we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained yes. before the ages for our glory. For our glory. Mm. <laughs> which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. Yes. They, they thought they were getting rid of Jesus mm -hmm. and God's redemptive plan when they crucified Jesus, <laughs> and all they did was release it. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. It, it, they let it go. It, it, it was released into the earth. Yeah. And you know, the Apostle Paul, and I don't know that I can find it quick enough, but over in um, further, well, let's see, it's in the same chapter here, 1 Corinthians, I think chapter 2, now you just, when you're ready to take it back no, over, you fine. just hit you me. No, that's fine, you go right in. <laughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 2, I, I'm, I'm thinking about what he said, it was maybe in Galatians, he said, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, because you're carnal. Yeah. I could not talk to you about spiritual things. I could not reveal the hidden wisdom, the mystery. Mm -hmm. You know, we've covered up the mysteries and the spiritual things with religion mm -hmm. and all kinds of things that we think uh, need thinks. to be going. Yeah. Uh, but listen to verse 9. As it is written, 1 Corinthians 2, 9. I have not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. But God has revealed them unto us through His Spirit. You cannot understand the things of God, the, the mysteries of God, the future of God, the direction, the wisdom of God, through the eye, the ear, the mind. They are not revealed that way. No, they're not. He said, The Holy Spirit searcheth all things, the deep things of God, for what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of God which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. We've received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit that's from God, that we may know the thing 
that has been freely given to us by God. Hallelujah. These things you also speak, not the words which man's wisdom teaches, but that which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with, with spiritual. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> the, nat the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, but they are foolishness unto to him. him. Yeah. He cannot know them because they are spiritually discerned. Mm -hmm. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself uh, is rightly judged by no one. <laughs> now, there's another scripture the Lord gave me. I was listening to you, but I, I was also listening. listening to God. <laughs> yeah. There, there's another thing that the, the, the Lord gave to me, and I'm going to yes. flip it back to you after this. Okay. Romans chapter 1, and I, you, you can either confirm this or tell me, no, you don't feel this way at all or <laughs> whatever. But in Romans chapter 1 and verse 11, the Apostle Paul said to the church at Rome, I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established hallelujah that is that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me mm. I, I just felt like that Pat in the demonstration of the spirit and power this is what the Holy Spirit said to me for you to impart to those that want to receive the hidden wisdom, the mysteries, yes. answers to questions, yes. impartations, power to overcome, whatever you need from God for her to impart. Yes, yes. Now, she has a, a that's long... That's where I was going. Huh? That's where I was going. Okay. That's <laughs> the Holy Ghost. We're... He knows, don't he? <laughs> she has a long heritage in history of impartation from her father yes, and carries his anointing. So I believe that as she, whenever she wants to do this, yes, that if she would she just lay hands on you, yes. touch you, she doesn't have to hear your prayer request. No. Um, she doesn't even, um, you know, uh, I don't know how you want to do this, but what I, I saw you sitting in a chair, or sitting somewhere and people just walking in front right, of them. Right, right. And that, that's, that's one of the things the Lord said as we've talked about this was to impart to you if you want to receive it, that anointing that, that helps you, will help you perceive, understand, walk in wisdom and to be who you're to be walking in that greatness with God. Amen. I don't mean I have to talk to you. Just, I'm just, uh, uh, I saw myself sitting in a chair. I should say this. And I would just take hold of your hands and just impart, impart, impart in the name of Jesus. So that's what we're going to do. I think that's wisdom to do it that way. Let me have a drink of water.